Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerdtronal Network. I'm your host, the experience that some call Jason, and with me today as usual is... The Todd Father. CDL113. And the token speculation, Tarky. Uh, and today we're going to be continuing our series on where Marvel can go with some of their characters uh, post-Endgame. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Black Panther, though admittedly with him it's less it's less post-Endgame and more uh, post the tragic loss of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, been a lot of, I guess I, we'll, be, we'll, we'll put it politely, we'll say a lot of strong opinions online as to what they should do. Uh, Danny... We'll start off with you. What is your take on where you think they should go with Black Panther, or where they could go, or, or where you think they're likely to go? Well, I will say this uh, first. Todd hit the nail on the head. I don't know if it was on a podcast we did or just in us conversationally. Whoever is the first person to play the, the role after Bozeman is going to catch all kinds of hell. Uh but they're going to have to recast him. And it's going to be tough because people are going to, you know, look at whoever comes after it and goes, okay, we're going to want this kind of performance. We want you to look like this in the action scenes. We want you to be believable. And I can only think of a few actors, you know, off, you know, that might be able to pull that off and not catch as much hell but it's going to be rough trying to you know cast the right actor for the role I've I've seen a lot of people online going oh let's just let Shuri be the Black Panther no that don't work she, she the actress playing her or, play, or that character period I don't see them being able to pull that off you know as big a phenomenon as the Black Panther movie was, you need somebody with with chops that could make you believe I'm the you know I'm the sister of this person and I am as much a badass or more so than they are. And I'm sorry, she she's so tiny and she she don't strike me as even a warrior. Just to look at the actress, mm-hmm. the, as opposed uh, to like the lady that played. Uh... Crap, McCoy. McCoy, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Denai Guerrero. Yeah, I, I was talking with my wife about it, and I said, you know, if they'd got uh, the one that plays Michonne, uh, you know, and said, okay, she's going to be the new Black Panther, would be more believable to me as a watcher because she was kicking seven different kinds of, of hell mm-hmm. at the bad guys without the heart-shaped herb. I mean, she was just a badass by herself. And, I mean, let's face it, if you want somebody that can carry, you know, a, a action role, she did. Give her a heart-shaped herb, oh my God, she would scare the living crap out of a lot of folks. But the little sister, no. She, you know, stay in her lane, you make the nice tech toys, the new suits, you know, the gadgets. You know, she could that, potentially that, use the toys, you know, yeah. use the tech. 
you know, but, but she would be the Tony Stark, not the Steve Rogers. Right, right. You know, you want to have her as, you know, the teammate running around doing that stuff, fine. But she is not Black Panther material as far as carrying a movie or a book. Mm-hmm. Well, it, part of that too, though, when you really get down to it, he is T'Challa is the Black Panther. Just like yeah. Steve Rogers is Captain America. You can slap the suit on somebody else, but that doesn't make doesn't mean fans are going to accept it. It doesn't mean it's going to work. Right. You know, they'll do that in the book for a year or so at a time, but every time they do it, you know it's temporary. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if if they try and make this permanent, it'll ruin that part of the film franchise because that just don't work. Yeah, I don't think it'll take I mean, if they you hate were, women, no, I don't. If, you do. if, if you they want to, I'm going to tell your wife. She's his wife. She if knows. they want to say for part of the the second movie that hey, she's carrying the you know she's the acting Black Panther because you know T'Challa's off doing political stuff. That's one thing. They won't do it but, halfway. They'll do it all or none. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't think that having Shuri step in as the Black Panther is the way to go recast, go on like, you know, nothing happened as far as, you know, the viewer is concerned. You want to give a nod out? Do it, do it like they did Rhodey. You yeah. do it exactly like they did Rhodey and the Hulk. Yeah, and for me, I would put a picture up on the wall somewhere or a billboard where it shows Bozeman and Stan Lee together. Dedication at the end. Dedication at the end, man. What did you say? As it put a dedication at the end. You do not want a visual representation yeah. of the previous guy in the new guy's first movie. That, you don't. You true. don't want to remind people. Oh yeah, it's a different guy. I mean, they're going to know yeah. but as they get into the movie. You don't want to be constantly reminding them of that. That's true. Uh, That's what true. was it you told me, Todd, about the uh, second Abrams Star Trek that you were liking? Uh, something about oh, like you yeah. were liking Khan, yeah. all right? We were watching Into Darkness. I was all right with it until you saw original Spock, that scene where Leonard Nimoy shows up and starts talking about Khan, because then that reminded me, oh, yeah, Cumberbatch is supposed to be playing Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, this movie ain't you. Yeah. yeah. I, was not, I was not in love with the movie up until that point, but, but when they did that, when you had OG Spock show up and go, oh, yeah, you know, Con Noonan's thing was this, that, and other. Mentally, it just went, oh yeah. It just, it, it popped that kind of suspension disbelief thing. Yeah, I'm done. Because so, in, in that one specifically, Con should not have been changed at all. Well, the time yeah. frame for it didn't work out right, correct? The, 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 what happened was they didn't get the original actor. Benicio Del Toro was supposed to play that role. And he dropped out for some reason. They got Benedict Cumberbatch. And he, if you had Benicio Del Toro playing Khan, it would have, I think it would have clicked for me a little bit. Because they favor more. Yeah. You know, I, I could believe, okay, that's that's supposed to be, all right, I got you. But you know, It's kind of like if you watch Solo and you see What's-His-Face playing young Lando. Lando. Uh, yeah, when you, yeah, when you see... Uh, uh, Donald Glover? I'd call him Childish Gambino. But yeah. <laughs> that was what was popping <laughs> in my head. 
Yeah, when you saw Donald Glover playing young Lando, you could look at Donald and go, "Yeah, I see that. I can see he was a he looked up he was a whole hell of a lot better Lando than Aiden was Han Solo." Yeah, I didn't think Aiden did too bad, but I sat there that whole time basically going, "This motherfucker don't look like Han Solo at all." Truthfully, Adam Driver looked more. You can catch Adam Driver at certain angles. And he looked more like Harrison Ford at that age than, than the dude they got playing Han Solo. I have often looked at, at Kylo and went, yeah, I can see that being his kid. This cat that they got playing young Solo, I looked at him like, I don't know where the fuck they got him from. That that just don't work at all. At least the new guy they got playing Chewie worked. <laughs> what does it need oh, yeah, to be? You know, the, new, the new Vader was on point, too. God, you look just like him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Todd, what do you think they're likely to do, or what should they do? Did you ask me? Yes. That's why I said Todd. Uh, what are they likely to do? They're likely to replace the child with Shuri because that's some, something that they were talking about doing before Chadwick ever died. That that I think that's the thing because I wasn't I wasn't big on it then. The fact that they use his death now to do something as the excuse to do something that they were talking about doing anyway, as if it's some kind of way, you know, memorializing him, alienizing him some way. I think is like complete and utter scum. Yeah, and, like Superman Returns when they all but carted out Christopher Reeve's body to advertise the right. But but in this, it's it was. Because, you know, anybody that knows me, I walked out of the first Black Panther going, ain't no way in hell they ain't fucking up the sequel to this one. <laughs> because it sent the wrong message. And sure enough, yeah, like I said, late last year, I was starting to hear the rumbles kind of heavy. And I want to say it was Nate Moore up at the first of this year, you know, pre pre-beer virus, he was talking about, well, you know, the Black Panther's a mammal, so it could be anybody, and it was like, oh, shit, because you were starting to get articles out going that Chadwick wasn't happy about that. It was like, well, hell, who would? Because because that was the thing, was Black Panther 2 was the last movie in Chadwick's contract. He had contracted to do five. So you'd had Civil War, the two Avengers movies, the first Black Panther, Black Panther 2 was going to be the last. So it was either going to be renegotiate his contract, which, you know, he'd have got a hell of a lot more money next time considering his movie, you know, was the top solo movie they've got in the MCU. Hell, it it paid, it gave the money to Disney to make, what, six or eight movies? Yes, yeah, on the budget. You know, it, 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 was, it was one that they weren't expecting it to do that, and that was, and it ended up being, as far as a solo movie, that's their biggest, their solo superhero movie, that's their biggest one. It's literally the biggest solo superhero movie, period. Yeah. Uh, but they were already rumbling, well, you know, you can have Shuri, and, you know, so you had rumbles that T'Challa was either going to get messed up or something like that, because... Me and our buddy Travis were already like, they do that, I'm done. And I'm like that now. If they replace 
if they replace T'Challa, because the trick is, bless his heart, Chadwick Bozeman has passed. There ain't a damn thing wrong with T'Challa. Nothing. Yeah. So you have all these, well, T'Challa, there is nothing wrong with T'Challa. Chadwick has passed away. You don't kill the character because the actor passed away. Yeah, if you if you go in and retroactively change the story of like, oh no no, uh, uh, Black Panther died, and then you're abusing the death of an actor for story reasons, which is mm-hmm. fucked up and, and weird to me. And you and story wise, you spit on that character because then he becomes the black guy that got killed off screen. He gets turned into Nighthawk. One of the complaints that they had with that uh, David Walker version of Nighthawk was they killed him in uh, Secret Empire. But they killed him off panel. So it's like, oh, you just show up in the book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got killed as a normal civilian by Hydra. And you're like, the fuck? Well, damn. So you're going to kill off T'Challa off screen and shoehorn Shiri in there on some kind of girl power. Now you have it. Because it, it, it would be so, it's so easy for me to kind of go to hell with all of it now because Endgame kind of felt like the end of it. Yeah, I watched these for 11 years. They got to the end of it. It's over. I'm on to the next something. You could convince me to come back and watch more of this if it looks like it's worth something, but, you know, you start playing games with the one motherfucker that I'd been waiting for for most of them 10 years, yeah, I'm out. And like I've said online, you lose you lose many folks like me and you're going to notice it because I saw that first for 15 times and we ain't talking about all the t-shirts on, you know, all any merchandise, all the action figures, the two sets of Camoyo beads I got, the hats. Yeah, I've got, a, I bought a lot of Black Panther shit. Because it was something that, hell, I've been waiting on so damn long. Yeah. So if you figure you just go shoehorn, you know, well, we're just going to nix this character. We're going to stick a sister in there and you can find somebody else to spend all that money because I'm out. If if they do that, they won't make the uh, what it costs to make the movie. Well, it ends up it'll 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 make what it costs, but it'll it'll go into what they thought that first one was gonna do. It'll go into Doctor Strange money hmm. because it won't the event thing will be over. Yeah, it will and still probably have a huge opening just for being the second one. Let it be sure, and let it be known that. I- I'm betting you ain't gonna have no huge opening because you're gonna have a hell of a lot of folks that go to hell with it, and that's yeah, something. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of talking online, and a lot of. Well, I put it like this: one thing that one criticism I have of Disney, like when we're talking about Star Wars, is that Disney knows that things make money, but they don't seem to have someone that understands why things make money. They don't realize that there's a culture, there's a reason. They don't understand fandom. Yeah, they don't understand fandom at all. And Black Panther was what it was is because he was unique. Yes, you had had other black heroes exist. That was not the thing that made it unique. He was the first one that I hesitate to say clean, but he was the first clean in that he wasn't somebody's buddy. You know, he ran his own shit. Uh, he was not a sociopath. Because as much as I love Blade, Blade was crazy as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and you know, Blade too. That's actually what I liked about it was the fact that yeah, he he's Blade still fit the black male trope. Kind of sexless, kind of dronish, kind of violent, kind of thief. You know, yeah. He's more anti-hero. He ain't he ain't the guy. He's got a mean streak to him, kind of. Well, in the, in the movie versions, especially though, uh, to some degree, the comic, he's not a superhero. He's a monster hunter. Right. Yeah. Right. But but the point is, if you go and I want a hero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Panther is the closest that we have to Superman. He's the closest that you have to Superman because he's international. He runs his own shit. He's moral. He's not a sociopath. He's not a thief. You know, he's not veering into the anti-hero kind of thing. He's not suffering, which is always nice. He holds an iconic role yeah. for his people. Yeah. So it it so that was that's that was what had people going, ooh, this is new. Because you know, even when it was out, you had people go, oh, but you had you know. Now the idiots to come up. Well, you had Blank Man, dude. Anybody take Blank Man serious? You are just right fucking casual across your forehead. Yep. Nobody looked at Blank Man as a fucking superhero. <laughs> I, I'll say this: when Black Panther hit big, I was at a doctor's office to get an allergy shot, and I, I had on a superhero shirt. I don't remember which one. But this little kid come in with his mom to get uh, a shot, and he had on a Black Panther t-shirt. And I made the comment, I like your shirt. And he looked at my shirt, oh, I like your shirt too. And he goes, have you seen the movie? And I said, yeah. And uh, she, you know, he started talking, you know, I'd say this kid was maybe 11, from 11 to 13 years old. And he was so excited about the Black Panther movie. And his mom goes, yeah, she said, his dad and I went and saw it first to make sure it was going to be okay for him to go. And his dad walked out of the theater going, I'm taking my son to this as many times as he wants to go. (laughs) And she said, he's up to nine times now. (laughs) And she said, it was the most positive black superhero I've ever seen in my life. And she said, it's not that I've read the books, but my husband you know, is into that stuff. And, you know, this is something my husband and my son geek out over. And she said, I never thought I would see the day that my husband was so excited and my son equally excited. And I said, yeah, I've got several friends that, you know, black friends that have fallen into that category of, oh my God, a positive, you know, superhero role model. And, you know, it wasn't even close to Halloween time. And she said, yeah, he, him and my uh, husband both have already said that's who they're going trick-or-treating as. The dad was going as T'Chaka. The son was going as T'Challa. In my, like I've said before, in my life, out of 48 years, Black Panther is the only movie that I've ever seen my father go to the theater for more than I don't give a damn if it was Star Wars and in Star Wars, The Godfather, you know, that is the only movie that my father in my life has ever gone to a theater and paid to see more than once. Because when he went that second time, I was like, the hell? 
he was like, yeah, I, I won't go do this. And then when his birthday rolled around that year, and I was like, well, what do you want to do? I want to go see Black Panther. And I was like, what the hell did you do with my father? <laughs> yeah. And he he walked out of he walked out of that third one because that was what was funny is when I told Travis that hell him and Mark showed up and went I want to say they went hell all damn three times that he went and uh, Dad walking out of that was like I could stay in that movie forever it's just relaxing to me it's yeah I, I could just I could just live in that damn and it's part of what you see in there yeah. If you read things about it, they'll go, well, it's got positive representation for women. Yeah, it does. It has positive female representation in there. But the thing is, it's got positive male representation in there. And if you're dealing with the people that most of the time we see ourselves, it's some, it's some kind of, we are either a criminal or a victim. Whether that's entertainment or the fucking news. To see something where you're not, where you're actually the hero you eat it up. Yeah. So when you start going, well, we going to take the one thing that you have and get rid of it, that's going to have a bad reaction. Yeah. You ain't going to have the the kind of, well, I'm buying, you know, I'm trying to buy out theaters for schools to go see this. I'm not going to see it 15 times. I'm not having some big gala. You may hold that stuff, but don't expect it to do like that last one. That's one of those kind of things where you have to understand why something made the money that it made. Yeah, oh, and, the, and you have no faith that Disney is going to have that understanding. Disney has not shown that it that it knows that about things of its own culture. There ain't no way in hell Disney knows jack shit about mine. They didn't expect that first one to do that. True, true. Yeah, that's you know, I like I said, I sat there and watched that movie, and if Travis was here, he could flat out tell you, because as I was walking out, I was like, ain't no way in hell the second one will be like this one. The first one was like it was because Disney looked at it as a black thing. So they underestimated it. It was something that was like, yeah, we gonna do it, but it's a black thing, so they wasn't looking at it like they were looking at, say, Iron Man or another Iron Man flick or a Cap flick or a Thor, even a Thor flick, even though, hell, the Thor movies, the first two of them didn't do worse shit. But, you know, they didn't go into that one going, it's this, we got something here. They went into that one because if you look at the early projections for it, they were looking at it to do Doctor Strange. Yeah. They figured it was going to hit about like Doctor Strange. The guy that I mentioned, Travis, thinks that like I'm a movie whiz because we was like, oh, they projected to do about like Doctor Strange, and I'd be like, they played it weak. And then when you had the advanced tickets, they changed the outlook for it and had it making a million dollars more than than uh, Homecoming. They were like, see, that's it's it, it's may make a million dollars more than Homecoming. I was like, they still playing that damn movie weak because this is something that people have been bitching about five or six years now. There's a hunger for it. Hell, the damn Age of Ultron trailer's views went off the damn charts because I was online when it came on there and people realized who Andy Serkis was. Why the hell are they focusing on him? And I remember going, shit, that's Claw. Holy shit, it's Claw. Boom. <laughs> yeah. And if it's Claw, that's, pa that's Panther's arch villain. Panther's coming. Yeah. Well, I can remember online talking with a, a friend of mine that I used to work with at, at the tire plant. 
and uh, his son was big into the to the movies. And uh, when his uh, son, like Todd, just made the comment about, "Ooh, that's Claw, Dad. Black Panther's coming," and he's like, "Who?" And so he he said his son goes and gets a bunch of comic books and trade paperbacks and says, "Here, read this, Dad." He said he had you know he had carried his kid to see the movies. But as soon as he read that, it was like, wait a minute. This is Black Panther? Oh, yeah, we're going to see this. And he was talking. He was deacon in his church. And he was talking to the pastor about it coming out when it you know, finally got around to coming out. And his pastor was like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. And he said, why don't we you know, buy so many tickets for the youth group and carry them? And he said, at their church at that time, they had like a uh, hundred youth between a certain age, you know, and they went and they bought up a hundred tickets. All the kids come home carrying on about this movie. You had them go to, the, you know, basically the deacons went, all right, we'll just rent out a theater or we'll buy so many tickets. Their whole church went and they lives up in Tennessee. And he said, by the time they got it done, they had a whole theater and a half that they bought out just the church for one showing. And it was like, he said, I've never experienced anything like that. He said, we had, you know, an 80 year old woman that went in the theater and she come out bawling. She said, I have never seen a movie portray a black character or a group of black characters so positively. She said, I am so glad that these children are blessed to have seen this in their lifetime. Well, let me change gears here before we before we keep gushing on the movie too much. Uh, well, before I change gears, Taylor, you got anything to add to this? Yes, because we're talking about Black Panther, the movie, and not just as a character. What's even the story going to be? Like, what characters, what villains do they have left? And that's kind of what I was planning to about to segue us into. Because, like, I know Mephisto can be used, especially now that there's no real rights challenges left. I would pay to see the devil's pants. Yes, yeah. I just want to see the devil's pants. But like, who else is there that's that's movie material? Fantastic Four. One of the that's not a villain. No, but in their first, you know, they go to Wakanda. Yeah, and Black Panther beats the you know, pants off of them all by himself. That was that was that was my hope for introducing the Fantastic Four. Uh minus like I said, it, it kinda throws shit up in the air when you start going, well hell you don't know who in the hell gonna be Panther. Because you know, uh the rumors were Submariner there for a while. I don't jury taking out Submariner at all. No. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind him seeing him go up against Submariner. I wouldn't mind him seeing him go up against Doctor Doom. But both of those characters need to be introduced and developed somewhere else for probably a couple of movies before you start dealing with, you know, Panther having beef with him. I don't know because you know one of the rumors before all this started was you know that scene in Endgame where they talk about the undersea earthquakes. You have a. Uh, uh, and you have Widow ask Okoye, well, did you do anything? And she was like, no, there are earthquakes in the ocean. There ain't nothing to be done. 
they it, there there there's been a lot of talk that that was their first little Atlantis Easter egg. Because if you go back and look at uh, Iron Man two, where you see Wakanda on the map, yeah, Atlantis is really just right outside there. Yeah. You know what I'm really expecting them to do with with Namor, is I'm expecting them to go kind of ultimates with him. Yeah. I'm not expecting yeah. him to get oh, there's been this underground civilization all this time or underwater civilization all this time. I expect him to be alone, something that was imprisoned and gotten loose. Especially since in the main books they've given him the water manipulation powers. Yeah, but the trick is you could you could always have if he was something that was dormant down there, you had an undersea earthquake. Now he's out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that that would still, yeah, the earthquake thing would still tie into it. Uh, but I'm just telling you that was that was one of the people that they that they kind of threw out as far as like some kind of supervillain. Truthfully, if they went the if if you went a little more mystical with it, I wouldn't mind seeing a copy. Yeah, I thought a copy was good, good and fucked up. Yeah, he's got. See, I got into I got into a priest's run after he popped up. Yeah, see, a copy was was good, screwed up. I liked his origin. You know, basically sold his soul to the devil because his wife had cheated on him. So he not only killed the wife and, his, and her lover, he killed everybody that had ever had any contact with his wife. Because the first time you see him is this guy running through the desert, and Akabi is chasing him with a butcher knife, and that guy had just sold his wife a parachute. You know, he he went so off that yeah, he wasn't just trying to erase her. He he was literally trying to erase anybody anything she had touched. Anybody that might have had a memory of her. Yep. So that he was one that you know if you if you wanted to go kind of horrific. If you wanted to give Panther a Joker like villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also like the fact that he always called him Kitty Cat. Yeah. He never gave him any respect. No, whatsoever. he didn't respect him at all. Uh, Barnett is... Panther's one of, those, one of those heroes that, you know, if we ever do a thing on black heroes, I'll talk about one of the tropes that we they tend to give them shitty rogues gallery. And they ate up... They ate up all of Panther's, you know, kind of named folks in the first movie. Yeah. The only ones that, that I can think of is uh, it's a country that's right in the books, supposedly right above or right next to Wakanda. Naganda? Yeah, Naganda. And, yeah, it's kind of like what South Africa used to be, but on steroids and, you know, throw in some, you know, Nazism on top of it. Yeah, they've got a like a group of four or five super soldiers that, yeah, they are as racist as can be. And it's like, okay, I'd like to see him fight them just to beat their ass. But like I said, that, that's You're not reminding cool. me of a joke where, where I was like, Black Panther 2, you want to go fuck up the clan? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that would work too. He's, he's like yeah, that, that's part of the joke. Oh. Uh... But I don't know, it, it's it's like I said, that that's one of those that truthfully, I wouldn't 
it, it kind of hurts it in that he doesn't have a decent road gallery of his own, and the MCU has not gone out of their way to establish supervillains. So, you know, you it it for a while there they had hinted that, uh, but it's since been disproven. For a while there, they were going, you know, with the Sony contract with Marvel. Anytime they do a MCU Spider-Man movie, they have to have an MCU hero in it. That's why Tony Stark was so much in the first one. That's why Nick Fury was so much in this last one. And for a while there, they were going, you know, uh, the third Spider-Man movie may have been Craven the Hunter, which would have had Black Panther involved. Because if you had... Truthfully, if you had Craven get a hold of some of the heart-shaped herb, it 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 kind of coalesces a couple of origins. Because yeah. you remember, Craven is jacked up because he's taking some kind of jungle potion. Yeah. <laughs> so that that could have been interesting. And Ryan Coogler was wanting to use Craven in the first in the first Black Panther movie. They just didn't let him. So you know. Having having Craven pop up in Wakanda would be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's all kinds of it. It all kind of depends on what what tone did you want? Do you want something more like Priest Run, where it's political? Uh, you know, you could easily do a political thriller type stuff with Panther because he's a ruler of a country. Yeah. Something that the look and feel would be a be a little more like, like uh, yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah, which is I still think one of the better Marvel movies. Winter Soldier is is like I said up up until they did Black Panther. Hell, Winter Soldier was my go to. Uh, Civil War just bumped it for me because one is the first time I saw Black Panther, so I was really really waiting for that one. Mm-hmm. And the airport scene, because that was that was really the first time you saw two groups of superpowered people fight each other. Yeah. So that airport scene for me is always a big deal because it's like, ooh, it's, you know, it's giving me a taste of kind of what the hell. That that's but that's just a flaw of the MCU that they did not they haven't established supervillains at all. So you'd have a hard time doing like that first. I think was it the first storyline they did with uh. Uh, crap, like on his name. Pudlin. On his run, I mean, you did the... Yeah. They did the yeah, one where they flashed back, but then they did the one where, the, you know, you had a knockoff radio, radioactive man, a knockoff yeah. Black Knight. Yep. Yeah. But you'd, you'd have a hard time doing that one just because, hell, they haven't established... Yeah, they haven't established that there are villains. But... It, it's pretty much been the Avengers fighting terrorists. Yeah, you know, and and they tend to, for some reason, MCU's been killing off the villains. You know, yeah, when you when you do have them, hell, they, they yeah, Zemo is about the only survivor you had. I don't yeah, really expect yeah. him to make it out of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Probably not, but you know that that's it's off the subject. Then I'll jump right back. That's that's the one hope that I kind of have for Doctor Strange in the in this in his sequel. And I'm hoping that when you get a multiverse going, that maybe you'll get some, you know, it's, it's almost to the point now with Chadwick being gone and the way in game wrapped up and stuff like that. Dr. Strange 
for it for the universe to continue to be interesting for me dr strange and that multiverse of madness needs to really be kind of a soft reboot. yeah mm-hmm. which if you if they're dealing with a crazy uh scarlet witch which her tv series looks like is implying that might be yeah. what they're going to do which is which is what they need because, like I said, in the you know, if you're talking about doing secret wars and all that kind of stuff, yeah, I was talking to a guy this morning. The MCU right now for me is fucked up because it's like because even with them going, oh, we're gonna introduce Kang the Conqueror. Well, I don't care about Kang now that your Avengers team is trashed. You know, I I don't care about you know the Mandarin now that Iron Man's dead. You know that was. You should have done that back in two or three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To do the Mandarin now. Oh, but he'll be fighting Shang-Chi. He ought to last all of three seconds. Yeah. And to go, well, we're going to put Kang and Ant-Man in the Wasp. They both ought to last about three seconds. Yeah. Or you end up with, you know, like you ended up with Nerf Thanos. You know, you nerfed the hell out of him, but who the hell wants to watch that? Then what's the point, yeah. So, well, yeah, that's... Before we wrap this up... I know I have no idea who they could get to replace, you know, replace Chadwick. Uh, as far as far as specific actors, uh, any of y'all have any I, ideas? I can give you, I can give you one that I like, and then I can give you one that would probably catch the least hell. Okay, I take that lie back. I could actually give you three. One would catch, one would would catch some hell. One I like, the one and one that would catch the least hell. Uh, the one that would catch some hell that would be decent is uh, Yaya. Uh, what I forget what his last name is, but it's the guy that played Black Manor in yeah. Aquaman. Okay. And he played Doctor Manhattan in HBO Watchmen yeah. series. Yeah. Okay. He, he was, he's in uh, the Candyman reboot mm-hmm. remake that's coming. Uh, that dude could pull it off. He got the chops for it. But I, he might catch some hell, but he might not. Women like him, stuff like that. Yeah. He might not catch a hell of a lot of it. Uh, my pick was the guy that I wanted before I heard that Chad was getting it, and that's uh, Aldous Hodge, the guy from that played uh, uh, Harvison on Leverage. Okay. Uh, he, he does a convincing African accent. The dude actually runs parkour and stuff like that, so he he's in he, shape. He's got it. the shape to do it. The dude is literally a damn genius. He's he is a watchmaker and architect in real life. Uh, <laughs> he acts as a hobby. Yeah, he's he's that in real life. They they made him. He they put him on the board of some watchmakers guild. Here just a few months ago, he, he's the, dude, like, the uh, dude is brilliant. He's kind of like Lundgren. How yeah. acting is just yeah. a hobby yeah. for him. Yeah, acting's a job. The dude, but the dude in real life is fucking brilliant. Uh, I, he's he's got the chops to play the role. And the one that I think that would catch the least amount of hell is uh, uh, John David Washington Denzel Sun. Yeah. Okay, when you sorry. My brain immediately went to Boyega when you said John. I went, I don't think he's going to do it. No, 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 no. No, I wouldn't go for it. Boyega ain't right for the job. No. Uh, I've got two. One that would probably catch a little hell is uh, the black guy from the Black Klansman, 
King. Yes, John David Washington. Oh, okay. It's Denzel's kid. Okay. My, I, I didn't know his name. I, yeah. All I was seeing was the big afro. Yeah, kid, but that's, the that's Denzel's kid. Okay. He's the guy that's intended. Yeah, that's right. He is it. Yeah. And then uh, the other choice, he's got the physicality for it. He does his own a lot of his own stunts in the TV show is the black guy from uh, SWAT. Um, he was the black guy that was also in the Huntress TV show years ago. Oh, you talk. You talk about uh uh oh shit. The guy that he was on the Young and the Restless. You ain't yeah. talking about Shamar Moore, are you? Yeah. He too like. You put Shamar Moore in there, you gonna have all hell working. <laughs> Cause this is media. Like, what the hell is this biracial dude? Cause Marvel. That's another show, but Marvel got a problem with that kind of shit anyway. They they'll they'll light your ass up with the quicks. Hey, this this dude is this chick is completely black. Why the hell you keep getting biracial people to play? Because that that's a big complaint with Storm. You ain't had a, you ain't had nobody what biracial play Storm yet. Storm's mama's African and her daddy's African American. There ain't, there ain't no biracial there at all. No. I was just going by for him by uh Mark. Oh. Yeah, that's true. He is a lot older. You're just saying he had the physicality for it, though, for that yeah, part of it. Yeah, Based on, you know, like, where he's on SWAT, how he's, you know, he's probably the most physically fit, you know, guy that I could think of on the show, other than Lou Ferrigno Jr. And Lou Ferrigno Jr. sure as hell couldn't play Black Panther. But he could play uh, the adopted brother. Hunter? Yeah. I don't know if you'll ever get Hunter since they turned Bucky into the White Wolf. Yeah, that's true. Taylor, if you got any art, any uh, art, any uh, actor suggestions? I I feel like you're bullying me now. I just don't want to feel left out. So, as a continuing story of, I don't know the names of actors. I only really know most of the actors from Marvel because they all start with Chris. (laughs) Danny didn't know any names. He just kind of poked around at what they did until Todd came up with the names. I don't watch movies. Yeah, I don't watch movies. I watch like, cartoons. I, like I said, I started this segment out going, I got no idea. You know. uh, uh, so you can end the segment going, I got no idea. It's fine. It's fair. Black Panther from Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Is that Philomar? No. Uh, that's James Mathis. Okay. James Mathis III. He is, he is pretty much to Black Panther what... Uh, Old dude that does Wolverine now and every damn thing, and Fred Catasiori that does Hulk and every damn thing. Yeah, James Mathis pretty much does Black Panther and everything. He's Earth's Mightiest Heroes Black Panther. He's Avengers Assemble Black Panther. If you get the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 game, he's Black Panther. He's just Black Panther. Well, you know, in those last couple of Avengers games, that's basically what they did for the Red Skull when they recast him. They just went out and grabbed the voice actor. Yeah, yeah. This is a hell Oh, Hugo, you don't want to do it? Oh, I'm like... <laughs> and no one really noticed. I noticed. That that makes me want to go off-topic in the centralization of voice acting, but that's not a topic for here. Maybe some other time. <clears throat> well, we always have a hard time coming up with subject. Just write it down somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, uh... So I guess where we're at here... Uh, we spent a lot more time talking about what to do, you know, 
theorizing on what to do, assuming they recast T'Challa. If they try to put Shiri or Casper or, uh, uh, Cole or, you know, if they try to make it some other character, I think it's going to be a disaster, and I, I really have no suggestions well, the, for what, they, what they're going to do. You don't speculate on what happens with a dumpster fire. You know it burns down. Yeah, that and that that was kind of the reason why I didn't go into the Shiri thing, because if they do it, it's going to do exactly what the books do when you replace the child with somebody else. They fail. Yeah, if, if Disney actually, which I don't believe they do, but if Disney actually used the comic books as kind of a forecast of what the movies will do, Shuri can't hold a book. You put Shuri in as Black Panther, the Black Panther book fails. When you put Casper Cole in there as, as Black Panther, the book fails. Fails. Nobody wants to read that shit. Hey, they still did the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel, and how many Captain Marvel books has she killed? Well, that's true, but that's because they made the character unlikable. But uh, but she is at least when you go well, you know, Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel or whatever. That's still her. So yeah, it's not true. like yeah, a usurper in there. That's true. It's a little different when you replace a character with another character and the first one that has been dead in the books for thirty years. You know. Yeah, that's, it, a, that's it's, a little bit it's different. It's when nobody, nobody in the generation really knows who in the hell, who in the hell it is. You can kind of get by with it like that, but it's just like you will know. And I've used this in the Shiri thing when they go, "Oh, well, it's from the books." Yeah, John Paul Valley was Batman in the books. You ain't never gonna have a Batman movie where John Paul Valley is Batman. Or if you do, it's gonna be the one. It's gonna be like he's the villain kind of thing. As Bruce has to take it back. Well, hell, in the Gotham show, you had John Paul Valley pop up, and he never became Batman. He was only Azrael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, some of that shit just. All right, let's not that, let's not get too far off into Batman stuff. Let's wrap up this Black Panther. Okay. So anyway, we're gonna wrap here. That's some of our ideals and suggestions of who they could who they could get to uh, get to play the character, given the loss of. Uh, Bozeman, and our ideals on, you know, story-wise, what they can do. Uh, if y'all have any ideals, you know, you can leave a comment on the page, uh, on Facebook, you can get us at uh, thenerdeternal at gmail.com, uh, what is it, we're on Twitter. I don't hate women, you hate women, I do not hate women. You do. All right, now y'all threw me off my train of thought. Anyway, like, share, subscribe if you liked us and feel like sharing us. Uh, and I guess we'll see you next week. Uh, again, I was your host, the experienced son called Jason, and with me has been... The Todd Father, CDO113. The token Danny hates women, Tarky. <laughs> and I get too. You we'll see women. you next time. It's a conspiracy. <laughs>